Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy, State of the State of the New York Knicks podcast. And this is the last episode of season three, episode 150. <laughs> so uh, love you, Nick Nation. Uh, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, I appreciate y'all tuning in from the beginning. Um, shout outs to my guy, Cal. You know, that's my guy from Harlem from 118th and 5th. I went to high school with him. In Wildly Secondary on 114th and 8th Avenue. And he gave me the idea to start doing podcasts. So <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be 150 episodes in. But here we are. So, uh, Kyle, man, I appreciate you, brother. Now, let me get a couple of things out the way. Right? Let's get this Atlanta Hawk thing out the way. Like, the Atlanta Hawk fans talking shit. All right, cool. Y'all beat us. Right? Y'all 4-1 does in the playoffs. Cool. Now y'all saying Cam Reddish better than RJ. Now y'all saying Julius Randle, you know, he wet the bed in the playoffs. All right, cool. Understandable. We'll see y'all on Christmas, and we'll see y'all in the playoffs next season. And we're going to see if y'all got that same energy when we have Kimber Walker, Derrick Rose, Miles McBride. Right? Y'all got that energy from last year playoffs. When y'all played Alfred Payton for two games and Derrick Rose started the third game, which was obviously a bad idea. But the hell with it. So fuck Trey Young and fuck the Hawks, respectfully. So now let's get into the next narrative. You RJ Barrett haters on this app, I'm really getting tired of it. Um, Saying stuff like RJ Barrett is not a top 125 NBA player. Then you got this other other idiot who got a verified check. This clown going to say R.J. Barrett might not even be top 150 players by Christmas Eve. All right. This weird obsession of dissing R.J. Barrett, it's going to stop soon. I don't know when it's going to stop, but it needs to stop. When I've seen guys like Paul George shoot under 30% from three at 20 years old. Chris Middleton shoot under 30% from three at 20 years old. You know, Giannis shooting 30% from three. Like, all of these guys shoot under 30% from three at 20 years old. My guy shoots 40% from three. Fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. 17 points per game, six rebounds, three assists. Was the second option. From the most improved player of the year, Second team All-NBA, Julius Randle, big dog Juju. And he just got a contract for four years, $117 million. Great value deal. Love his contract. But you R.J. Barrett guys, man, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do with y'all, man. Because the shit y'all be saying be stupid. It's like when you talk about the Knicks, you lose goddamn brain cells. Y'all got to stop this, man. And y'all been hating on this dude since we got him in the draft. And shout-outs to my guy, I Hate Sean, you know, the Knicks wall. Shout-outs to those guys. And he was talking about it. And I'm listening to Sean. I'm like, yo, you're definitely right, bro. Like, these dudes been hating on RJ since we drafted him, since last year when we won 21 games. Respectfully, and RJ only shot 32% from three. People saying, oh, he can't shoot. People saying, oh, he trash. He ain't got no moves. Okay. We understand that his game is not pretty. Understandable. He just turned 21. We'll see if his game is still looking like this when he's 24. 
I, I just I, I don't understand the weird garbage about RJ Barrett. But y'all gonna learn soon. I think he's in for a big year. I think he's in for an all-star caliber year. I think he's gonna average 20 plus points per game. I think Evan with the additions of Evan Fournier and Kimber Walker. Y'all know how I feel about Kimber Walker. It's it, it's gonna propel RJ Barrett to new heights, man. This kid, we drafted third. He's a great defender already. If not the best perimeter defender on the Knicks, right? Shoots 40% from three at 20 years old. 48% from, from threes made off passes from Julius Randle, by the way. Six, he looks 6'7", 220 when, we watched him. when I watched him in the Olympics playing for Team Canada. He looked 6'7", 220. He looked like he got the body of Ron Artest. And it, it, it's crazy how people just continue to disrespect this guy. And <laughs> RJ Barrett, and, and let me give you another stat too. Let's talk about his defense, right? RJ Barrett had a better defensive field goal percentage, 43% than Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, Lou Dort, Miles Turner, Bam Adebayo, Zion Williamson, Marcus Smart. <laughs> and then you talk about certain teams that he kill against. Let's talk about R.J. Barrett against the Indiana Pacers. He averaged 25 points, seven rebounds, three assists. Like, I see potential in this kid that he can be an all-star. I see it. I see, like, when you're watching R.J., you don't know what you're going to get next season. We don't know if his handle going to come back better. We don't know if he could come back with a deadly mid-range jumper. We don't know if he's going to come back with the double cross hezzy. I don't remember Paul George having a double cross hezzy when he was coming up in the league three years in. I don't remember that. If you remember that, send me the video. I would love to see it. R.J. Barrett is a promising basketball player. And... I love what he could do. I love what he brings. And according to defensive stats, he's a top 60 defensive player at 20 years old. I cannot wait to see this kid's progression next season. And I'm I'm ecstatic, man. But to you RJ haters, man, keep hating. Keep hating. And y'all going to see soon. So let me get right into Summer League, right? And, you know, we first of all, we had a great draft. Um, the Knicks got exactly what they wanted out of the draft. They want perimeter guys who could get their own shot, but, but who could bring some defense and certain intangibles that you can't teach, right? I love Miles McBride. Um, that was a home. That was a home run hitter, home run hitter, home run pick. Love the pick, love the um, Quentin Grimes pick. He's gonna take some time, but I love that pick as well. And there was only two players in summer league who shot over forty percent from three, and has made more than fifteen three pointers, and that's Quentin Grimes and Miles McBride. So that is lovely, lovely. 
for me to see. And shout out to Emmanuel quickly. Because he also played in Summer League. He averaged 20 points per game. He averaged 7.8 assists per game. He averaged 1.4 steals. Yes, his point guard his point guarding was shaky, but still he averaged, he had seven assists, eight assists, eight. He still averaged eight assists. So I could say it's shaky. I, I could possibly be wrong. You could say I'm wrong. I'm not gonna say you wrong, but you could definitely say I'm wrong. I still don't think he's a point guard, a, a starting point guard, maybe a combo guard. You put him next to a wing where you run the offense through that wing, then yeah, I could deal with quickly as the point guard. But I cannot box this kid in, right? I could be objective too. I can't box him in. I can't just sit here and say, well, he can't be a starting point guard like ever, even if the wing is not the person you run your offense through. Because I got to remember Julius Randle's still here. And he's going to play a part. So, you know, let's talk, let's talk about Grimes real quick. And, and shout out to Obi too. Yeah, he definitely had a great summer league. But I'm going to get into Obi, uh, Obi topping as well. But, you know, Grimes, first of all, he stumbled out the gate, right? Because his first three games, he only shot 8 for 30. And that's 27% from the floor. And then in his fourth game... You know, he scored 15 points on 10 field goal, field goal attempts. And over the final two games, he averaged 27.6 rebounds, 3.5 assists, and six made three-pointers. On top, And what I love the most about Grimes, he's a, he's a great... Let me not overrate. Well, to hell with it. He's a great rebounder for his size and for the position that he plays. So I can see him learning from a guy like Alec Burks. You know, you know, Burks, Burks can play all three positions. We we already seen Tibbs start Burks at point guard. We seen him start at shooting guard. We seen him start at small forward. So, I I I like what Grimes could bring, man. It, it it was very nice to see, and he was the ACC, he was the AAC Player of the Year as a as a junior at the University of Houston, and you know he was really good, man. He was really good. He he. He didn't let his offensive struggles. The main thing that I like about Grimes, and shout out to the 25th pick, because the Knicks traded out of the 19th pick. They moved back. They got an extra asset and another first-round pick and a second-round pick as well. And we got another second-round pick from the Evan Fournier sign-and-trade deal. Right? So we get the 25th pick. Lucky 25. You know, we drafted Manu quickly last year twenty with the 25th overall pick. And we drive Grimes. Love the kid's defense. He didn't falter. You didn't see the motor not stop running like Kevin Knox. And he kept competing. And I love that about all of these prospects, man. All of these guys play defense. And in the NBA where the league values 3 and D wings, you need a guy like Grimes. I, I love what he could bring. I could see the fit with him and R.J. Barrett. You know. And Grimes, was all, he also finished second on the team in total rebounds, too. Only behind Obi Toppin. And that's something that you would like to see. And he led all players in Vegas with a total of 22 made three-pointers. Love it. Love it. So you can see the shooting potential. And you can see what he could do on the floor on both ends. Let, let, let's get to Deuce McBride, though. Th- th- this guy, like, through, through his first three games, right? 
He shoots 63% from the floor. He shoots 62% from three. He shoots 88% from the free throw line. And I'm looking, I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on? Then you watch him play the Hawks and he put Sharif Cooper in jail. Sharif right on Rikers Allen. He don't know what he could do. C-74. Miles McBride and, and got this man jersey and handcuffs. But that was very nice to see, man. And McBride is fearless. Listen, but before we draft him, I know I didn't know anything about this kid. I know a little about this kid after watching Summer League. Um, and it, it was very nice to see, man. And then six games in the Summer League, Deuce averaged 15 points per game, 3.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists, and three made three-pointers per game. And he was, he, was at the, uh, uh, he was at the forefront of the defense, and he was attacking every team opposing guard, you know, guarding them 94 feet. That's something you love to see. You love somebody who's going to compete. Um, Tom Thibodeau, man. Shout-outs to Tom Thibodeau, even though I hate that guy. And I'm going to get into that later. But shout-outs to Tom Thibodeau, man, for this pick, man. This was a good pick, man. This was a good pick. And it's also, it's also nice to see how the Vegas Summer League offense was launching threes. It looked like the 2014 Knicks out there because among all 30 teams in Vegas, New York ranked first in average three-point makes per game in 14, 14 makes per game, and first in three-point percentage with 38%, and third in three-point attempts at 37 three-point attempts. It was a drive-and-kick offense. The guards was driving. They was kicking the ball, basketball out to the three. Then they was hunting a three-point shot. If you didn't have an open shot, you move the ball, cut to the basket. And I like, I love what I've seen. I love what I've seen. If Tom Thibodeau could follow that same method, just adjust his offense a little bit, you know, he got the right guards now. That's why you go get Kimber Walker. That's why you got Derrick Rose backing up Kimber Walker. Because now you got some guards who could drive and who's willing to kick the ball out to three-point shooters. So it's, it's going to be nice to see. Kemba got a chance to average at least eight assists this year. Easy. Easy money. Easy money. Right? So now you got a guy like, and, and, and let's, let, let's get the, this guy right. Obi Toppin. Now, Obi Toppin is a guy who... When I first was watching him the first, like, two, three months, I was like, uh, get this guy off the court, man. I'm done with this guy. And granted, he's 23 years old, eighth overall pick, lottery pick. He averaged 11 minutes, four points per game. He was behind Julius Randle. Most approved player, all-star, second-team All-NBA. Can't be mad. Tom Thibodeau, what can you do? He had Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock in his starting lineup. State, give him a break. Randall had to play point guard. <laughs> he had to play point guard. Because what, what, what we going to do? Get the ball to Alfred Payton? Come on, State. And, and, and that's something that had to sink in my brain. It took a while. But that's something that I got to live with. 
I can say, you know, Randall, he's not a number one option. He's not a number two option. He's a championship third option. And I can stick to that statement. But what I can't do is sit here and say, well, Randall was the Randall's a championship third option and not recognized last season that his point guard was Alfred Payton and his small forward was Reggie Bullock. Both of them who could just do nothing on offense. And you got a center who can't shoot. So what are you going to do? Of course you're going to run the offense through Julius Randle. And you're going to continue to run the offense through Julius Randle. But now, right, now you could probably give Randle some breaks. Something I've been begging all last season. That man Randle played damn 200 plus minutes damn near the next person in the NBA. That's damn near four whole NBA games. Come on. So now, Obi Toppin, of course, my, 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 my guy, Yotsi Mitsu, Yoshimoto, my guy Dice, he's going to play Obi Toppin 35 minutes per game. Of course, Obi Toppin is going to lead all summer league participants in minutes played. Thibodeau should be smiling right now. <laughs> but he averaged 21 points on almost 45% shooting, eight rebounds, 1.3 assists, two made threes, 1.3 steals. And he was the only player in Vegas to average more than 20 points and more than eight rebounds. Um, that, was, that was nice. That, 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 was ni- that was a nice summer league outing for Obi Toppin. I love what I seen from that guy. Um, he did what he was supposed to do, which was look like one of the, the best players on the court each game. And I was ecstatic. I was ecstatic what I seen. He looks ready. Defensively, he looks ready. He looks like he's moving. I, some of those games, you look like he was moving like a small forward. <laughs> he got a little quicker laterally. I think New York told him to lose some weight. He looks a little skinnier. He looks, he looks good, though. I like what I'm seeing. Obi, the offense just got to, you got to find him. You got to run a fast-paced offense. You got to get the ball moving. And I love the post-up plays. I love when guys found mismatches for Obi. I like that. And in the second game when he, when he had 32, and he dished out, like, 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 I mean, not even, not even the second game. He didn't have 32 in the second game. But he had, you know, 20-plus points each of these games, and I'm looking at Obi, and I'm like, Thibodeau, you got to play this man at least 20 minutes. You got to find him some minutes. I don't know how you're going to find him some minutes. Um, maybe you run Randall and Obi at the five and the four. Uh, maybe some three? Hell no. I, 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 listen, I don't know how Tibbs is going to do it. But I don't, I don't know how you keep Obi on the bench if he's ready. So we're going to see. We're going to see soon if Obi is really ready. From what I've seen from, you know, Summer League, he looks really good, man. He looks really good. I'm, I'm super proud of Obi. And uh, shout out to Emmanuel quickly, our other draft pick from last year. You know, number 25. You know, that 25th overall pick, man. That's a good pick, man. We, we, Walt Perrin, you doing your thing, brother. You're doing your thing in the shadows. I'm, I, I, I love what you're doing. 
So you got Emmanuel Quickly, right? Now, Emmanuel Quickly, in the first game, he had, he had 15 points, eight, um, 8 assists. Then the second game, he had 32 points. And then he dished out 8 assists. Then he had 25 more points in the third game. He averaged 24 points through the Knicks' first three contests. I love what I I love what I seen from um from quickly. Um, I gotta see more playmaking. I don't see him as a point a, a starting point guard like I said before. But I got I, I just gotta see more. He's only he's only twenty two. He got more. He, he can add more to his game. I'm not really too concerned about quickly. Um, I I just gotta get used to his game. He does not find guys all the time on offense. You know, guys be cutting quickly and miss a guy in the corner for 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 a wide open basket or a corner three. But it's okay. It's okay. I'm not really worried about that. You know. And you know, quickly, even though he shot thirty three percent from the floor and twenty four percent from downtown. It doesn't matter. It do, it doesn't matter. You just want to see him try new things, try to step back three. He's trying to shoot from thirty feet out. No, he's trying to dish the ball. That's what you're doing, summer league. You work on your game. That's all you got to do. And it's been over a decade since a player averaged more than twenty points and seven assists in Las Vegas summer league. And the last player to do that was John Wall. So so it, it's okay. We'll we'll have time. We're going to work on that, man, quickly. And shout-outs to Jericho Sims. Second-round picks are valuable, people. Do not have people tell you no otherwise. Okay? Because when you draft Miles McBride, Mitchell Robinson, you get a guy like Jericho Sims with second-round picks, you might start valuing. You, you might need those, right? So we get the Texas product. You know, you get Jericho Sims. The kid, the kid got great hands. The kid set great picks. Um, over his first five appearances, Sims converted 81% of his field goal attempts while averaging eight points, eight rebounds in a block in 28 minutes. And the last rookie to attempt more than 20 shots and shot over 70% from the floor in Las Vegas was Rudy Gobert for the Jazz. So... That's very impressive, man. That's very impressive to see. And let's keep it going. Let's keep it going, man. I, I'm loving what I'm seeing right now, man. That's some nice pickups, man. Jericho Sims signing two-way deal. I'm hoping that he can stay with the team for a long time. Um, I'm hoping that he could probably make the team one day. Um, I would love for him to stay with the with the with the big club, so he could practice with us, so Tibbs could see him up close. But I would also like him in the G League, cause you only have fifty games on a two way contract to stay with the team. So hopefully he can play some G League games, and then he could come back to the ball club. Cause I don't expect for Nerlens to be healthy all season, not at eighty two games. I don't expect that at all. Mitch, I'm praying to God for Mitch. I'm praying, I'm praying to God for Mitch. Mitch got to stay healthy. He has to stay healthy. Um, love Nerlens, but we need Mitch bad. We need the offensive rebounding bad. We need, the, we need the just the bigger center presence. We, we need that bad. We missed that in the Atlanta Hawks series. Um, 
shout out to Money Mitch though, man. Uh Jericho Sims, man, hell of a pick. Um let's keep let's keep it going though, man. We talked about Summer League. Love what love what they did in Summer League. Like I said, they averaged the three-point attempts, they was hunting them. They was hunting them a lot, and I loved what I seen from the offense. Love what I seen from the offense. Now let's talk roster construction, right? Because when you look at the summer league, when you look at the Knicks roster, what do you see? You see Manu quickly. You see a point guard who could drive and kick, get into the lane. Deuce McBride, point guard who could drive and kick. He got some mid-range game to him. Then you got a wing like Grimes who could playmake a little bit. Uh, secondary playmaker. Uh, the third playmaker in your lineup who can run some pick and roll. You see, he could drive and kick. Now you got Obi Toppin. You got a big man who could space the floor. Now he could post up. Just like Julius Randle, who also can space the floor. He could post up. You see, Obi Toppin now, he provides mid-range shooting. I seen him come off a couple of uh, pin-down screens, and he was shooting mid-range jump shots. And a pull-up jump shot. That was premium when the Knicks was drafting this year. They drafted Grimes, who's a great pull-up shooter. They drafted Duke, Deuce McBride, who's a great pull-up shooter. So it's obvious that they wanted more offense um, around Julius Randle. They got more offense around him. Thank God. We got Kimball Walker. We got Evan Fournier. So let's talk about it. You know, you got last year we replaced Reggie Bullock. We replaced... Alfred Payton with Kimball Walker and Evan Fournier in the starter lineup. So already we got way better than last season. And we re-signed Nerlens Noel. We re-signed Taj. We re-signed Rose. We re-signed Alec Burks. Right? And shout out to these guys, man. Shout out to Alec Burks. He was a key contributor off the bench. You know, 6'6 forward. He averaged 12.7 points per game, 4.6 rebounds, 2.2 assists in 49 games. He had five starts, and he connected on a career best 42% from three, basically. And he hit 100 three-pointers for the second consecutive season. So it was great to see Alec Burks, you know, hit his career high in three-point percentage. It was great to see him play on-ball, play off-ball, play all three positions positionless basketball basketball and you know it was nice to see him contribute especially off the bench and definitely games that we needed and I remember the game vividly where a fourth quarter when him it was him Frank and RJ on the floor and he brought us back in the game and I believe he scored about 35 so it, it it's nice to see Alec Burks back um on a Value deal. Shout outs to Brock Aller. Um, he's basically making $10 million a season. So he has a tradable deal. We don't know what's going to be his future on the Knicks, but we know that he will be here for now. And we know that there are players on this roster who can mimic their game behind him, especially Grimes. Um, I would love Grimes to learn everything from Alec Burks. As far as um, ball handling skills, coming off the screen, that confidence. And Alec Burks ranked seventh in NBA in, in the NBA in opponent field goal percentage per 100 possessions at 43%. So 
it's nice to see Alec Burks, a guy who can also defend a little bit. Man, man, it's it's nice to see that all these guys can defend, and all of the all of the numbers. Obviously, the numbers would stack up and be positive because we was fourth in the NBA in defense, right? So you know those numbers are stack up. Shit, even Julius Randle is third in the NBA in defensive rating. Um, defensive plus minus, I mean. So, and we know he's not a hell of a defender. He can defend just like game one of the playoffs when he held all opponents scoreless, basically. They was 0 for 15 when he guarded them. So we know he can defend, but he's not an elite defender. But we know he can defend. We know he can switch on the guards. We know if he's pushed, he will defend. So I'm proud of him, but... I'm proud of this roster makeup. Uh, shout outs to Resign and Rose. I always felt Rose should retire a Nick, so it's nice that he's resigned. Um, it's nice that we got Kimball Walker, the EBC legend, man, 118th uh, and 5th, Millbank, Rucker Park, uh, Kingdom. It, 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 it's so nice to see, like, it's so nice to see this guy come back to New York. Come back where it all started for eight million dollars. Shout outs to Brock Alla. And we got basically we got you know Evan Fournier and we got Kimball Walker at the same price Alonzo Ball. <laughs> so we got basically Boston Celtics backcourt from last season for the same price. As Lonzo Ball. That is nice to see. That is very nice to see. Um, when you add up Kemba Walker's contract and when you add up Evan Fournier's contract, basically. So, hey, man, I, I love the roster construction. I love that there are more options to play on ball rather than Julius Randle because I'm done with the Julius Randle-centric offense. It's slow-paced. I don't like to watch it personally. Um, we was horrible in a lot of offensive categories, but the main category that bothers me is the assist category. We were second to last in the league behind the Portland Trailblazers. And that stat bothers me because our decade assist leader is Carmelo Anthony. That man hasn't been in a Nick Jersey in years. So, (laughs) you know... If that's the best stat that you got, I mean, you guys got to, they, they got to step it up. But we got a lot of offensive options, and you've seen that in some league, guys were hunting three-point shots. That is nice to see. Um, This is a team, we got a lot of 40% three-point shooters, man. Even Derrick Rose came over here, I, th- I believe he shot 39% from three Um, when he started playing for the Knicks. Alec Burks, 40, 42% from three. R.J. Barrett, 40% from three. Julius Randle, 40% from three. Like, Emmanuel Quickly, 38% from three. All these guys can shoot threes. And I was begging Thibodeau. I said, yo, Tibbs, you got to shoot at least 40 threes a game, bro. You got to, bro. Because this team has too many shooters. Too many shooters. 
So this is another reason why Kimball Walker is going to be a great addition. He's going to speed up the pace, one. But two, he can hit a jump shot. And he can have the in-between game where he can hit a mid-range jump shot to break, out, break down the defense. So those offensive lapses we was having last year where we could have scored for minutes at a time, that probably won't happen no more. It's no more Alfred Payton. Now it's Derrick Rose. Now it's Kimball Walker. So that's nice to see. The happiest person right now should be Mitchell Robinson and Nerlens Noel. Well, the happiest people right now, the center position. Because having Mitchell Robinson play with Alfred Payton for two years uh, is like hell itself. And he averaged 74% from the field with Alfred Payton as his point guard. So I can only imagine what Derrick Rose and Kimball Walker could do for this man. So I'm happy that Nerlens Noel got his contract as well, had some great blocks last season, played great defense, kept us afloat while Mitchell Robinson was hurt. Um, Nerlens didn't get hurt as much. I believe that Taj Gibson had, had to probably start about two, three games. But... He did his best, and he earned his money. So shout-outs to uh, Nerlens Noel. Shout-outs to Alec Burks. Both of those guys earned their money, um, and they helped us win a lot of games, man, because we needed their contributions. Trust me on that one, man. It, it, it was tough to watch some of these games. But once you got Alec Burks, once they made that midseason trade for Derrick Rose, and everything else – fell into place and I loved how free agency had shaped up to have this roster look like a roster um, before Kimber Walker it didn't look like a roster it, it, because Derrick Rose cannot start at point guard but now when you see the whole totality of free agency you're like hmm okay we could do something I mean people might be mad because McBride and Grimes might not play they both might be situational. Jericho Sims might have a stint in the G League. But so what? I think this is the year. Usually I complain, right? I used to complain about Kevin Knox not getting minutes. I used to complain about Frank Nilakina not getting minutes. But this is the first season where I could say, I don't really give a damn if Grimes and McBride don't play. Because we got four kids in the rotation right now. And OBRJ quickly... Mitch, and we got two kids who we know if they if any injury happened, we know Grimes could step in. He could fill in the role. We know McBride could step in. He could fill in the role. So they just got to sit back, learn the game, and, and, and have these vets teach them the right way. It's good to have vets. You see what's happening to P.J. Washington, and none of that is happening with R.J. Barrett, or none of these young guys that we have. Julius Randle's a family man. Evan Fournier, family man. Derrick Rose, family man. These men is married. <laughs> so if any of these guys got side pieces in New York, all of them is on hush. And that's what I need these young guys to learn. And I need them to learn how to save their money. And not have Nick fans looking like jackasses. <laughs> you know? So it, it, it's nice to see this roster makeup. I love what Leon Rose did. You can start RJ at the two. You can start him at the three. You can start Evan Fournier. It depends on matchups. So that that definitely uh, 
will, will be nice to see that starting lineup. And just Kimball Walker, just he just makes everything fit together like a glove. And seeing Miles McBride play in summer league gives me hope, right? Because now we got another young guy we can groom who, who we can bring along slow. We can bring him along slow. We don't have to rush and, 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 and throw him in the fire. Because you got two, you basically got two Hall of Famers at point guard right now in your rotation. Kimball Walker, he might be a Hall of Famer. You never know. We don't know what his future be hold. Derrick Rose, he damn sure gonna be a Hall of Famer. That's without a doubt. So it, it, it's nice to see. And the, and the guys from New York, man, straight from the Bronx. He went to Rice High School. Rice High School used to be on 123rd and Lenox Avenue. I remember Rice High School when I was growing up because me and Kemba Walker's around the same age. So I definitely remember that, and I definitely remember going to watch him while he was in high school at Rice High School. So, man, this is, this is nice to see. Evan Fournier, man. Evan Fournier, such a great pickup, man. You need these Euro guys. The, the, the Euro guys is guys that they bring a, a, a high IQ level to the game. And, and Evan Fournier specifically, when it comes to, like, shooting, this guy can shoot his ass off. And he he didn't shoot 41% or lower from any distance last season at the rim. He shot 61%. Three feet to 10 feet, he shot 45%. 10 feet to 16 feet, he shot 45%. 16 feet to three-point line, he shot 41%. Three-point line, he shot 41%. So this guy's pretty much a bucket everywhere. Pretty much a bucket everywhere. Um, it, it, That's a great pickup. That's a great pickup. And on, and on corner threes, Evan Fournier shot 50 plus. I think he shot 53% on corner three-point attempts. So that's very nice to see. This guy is a shooter. He could play on ball, could play off ball. He, could, he slides in right, ne- right in next to Barrett. He's already calling Kevin Durant out for not having a goddamn haircut, and he know damn well he needs a goddamn haircut. So that's, that, that's nice to see, man. Evan Fournier, Kimball Walker, welcome to New York. Great, great, solid pickups. Solid pickups. Now, let me get the tips. Now, when it comes to tips, I understand he's a great coach. Um, I understand that he's a two-time Coach of the Year award winner. I understand that he got us to the fourth seed. I understand that he's the first person to get us to the playoffs in about seven, eight years. I understand that he's starting the culture. But there's some things I don't like, and I don't like a lot. He lied about the competition for minutes. When you're trotting out Alfred Payton every single game, and you continue to tell me that, oh, it's a competition for minutes, and quickly is clearly outplaying Alfred Payton, something's wrong there. Now, I can understand his, his, his so-called defense. I see the defensive numbers. I've seen the numbers where he's 
held point guards below their percentages. He's held Trey Young to eight for 31 of, uh, on the regular season. Like, I understand it. But, Tibbs, you can't lie to me. It wasn't no fucking competition for minutes, man. Alfred Payton with CAA. He signed something in his contract to where he was getting a starting job regardless of the situation. And that's, that, that's what I got, man. Some type of conspiracy where he signed and they just knew that he was just going to play each game. Because there's no way in hell. You could have played, you could have started Frank. You could have started quickly. You could have did something. You could have started Derrick Rose. You could have inserted Derrick Rose a couple of games before the playoffs, right? To get those guys used to playing with Derrick Rose. Now when you take out Alfred Payne out the starting lineup in the goddamn playoffs, now you speed up the rest of the starters. RJ plays horrible. Randall's playing horrible. But only Derrick Rose is playing well. I have an issue with that. He made no adjustments in the playoffs. We got our asses kicked by double-digit points each game. What the hell are you doing? Randall goes to him. Coach, can we get some adjustments? No. He doesn't do no adjustments. This 63-year-old man just has his hands, his arms folded, crossed, screaming at the refs. While we're getting our asses kicked. Reggie, Book, thir- Reggie Bullock, 34 minutes, zero points. He's just running around the court breathing. Come on now. Come on now. I understand we fourth in the NBA in defense last season, but come on now. The offense, trash. We was first in we was first in isolation baskets. First in isolation possessions, I mean. Come on now. I need better from you, Tibbs. You're better than that. And I understand that the roster was doodle and there wasn't much he could turn to. Who he's gonna turn to? Kevin Knox? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. And I love Kevin Knox. I love all the kids. But don't make me laugh. I can't even make myself laugh with that no more. I used to cap for Kevin Knox. I can't no more. I can't. The motor. It's the motor. When I watch Grimes McBride, the the one thing that I always look for now in draft prospects is motor. After watching Kevin Knox for three years. What is your motor like? RJ, motor. Obi, motor. Quickly, motor, even though he gets destroyed on defense, he still tries. That's the, that's the biggest thing. So, and, 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 and another thing, too, that irked me about Tibbs is the Obi Toppin situation. The man is 23 years old. You cannot play this man 11 minutes per game, four points per game last season. You cannot play him 11 minutes per game. He's obviously an energy player who needs constant minutes to get in a rhythm. He's an energy player who needs constant minutes to get in a rhythm. He needs it. You see it in, you see it in summer league. Dude was don't do was ghost for a quarter, second quarter, he starts going off. He needs minutes and he needs a crowd. So that could explain another reason why. Half of the damn season last year, I was looking for Obi Top in the first two, three months. I'm like, where the hell is he at? His motor was still running, though. His legs was running, but his body wasn't doing anything. He was just running up, running up and down the court with his arm pointed up, looking for alley-oop. 
So Tibbs got to adjust his minutes allocation, man. You can't play your starters 12 minutes at the start of every game. I don't want to hear that shit no more. We got talent now. Leon Rose used all the cap space. I don't want to hear about he ain't got the talent. I don't want to hear about he got to play Randall this many. I don't want to hear none of that shit. He needs to adjust. That's it. And it's not hard. Well, it won't. It shouldn't be hard now. You got the horses. So damn sure ain't no excuses. Damn sure ain't no excuses. I love this roster. This is a good roster. This is a functional. This is the first functional roster I've seen the Knicks have in seven years. Where it's probably only one player I hate on the roster, and that's Alec Burks. I might hate Nerlens Noel too. But F it. Because he helped us last year get to the playoffs. But this is a functional roster. So for me to Tibbs, man, I don't give a damn what he do in the regular season. I know he's going to win 50-plus games. Easy. Easy. With this roster. Knock on wood. Just make, make, pray to God that Kemba stays healthy, Randall stays healthy, and Mitch stays healthy. And we can win 50 games. But when we get to the next year playoffs, that's when I'm really going to be watching that man. I'm really going to be watching Tibbs next year playoffs. And I hope to God that he learned his lesson. Because I don't want another beat down from the Atlanta Hawks. That was embarrassing what we had to go through. Julius Randle was terrible. Tibbs was more terrible. Because he couldn't even figure out a way to get Randle open. And I believe Randle's a third option. But even if he is a fucking third option, the man played damn well as a first option, helped the first option out. Put RJ in some actions like Nick Nurse did in the Olympics, please. Some fist actions. You know, please put that man in some, some flex offense. You got some more IQ in the starting lineup, please, Tibbs. Some Spain pick and rolls. I need to see some more Spain pick and rolls, please. With Randall diving to the rim. But it's nice to see, man. Overall, man, I'm excited. Um, if you watched Summer League, you should be excited. I, I, I can't wait for next season, man. Kimber Walker came home. We got two Hall of Famers at the point guard spot. We got a number three overall pick of RJ Barrett, the highest pick since Patrick Ewing. In the building, who just averaged 17, 6, and 3. For context, Kawhi Leonard didn't average 17 until year 4. And even in year 4, he averaged 16 points. That's for context. And I didn't think Kawhi was going to be this good. So when I look at R.J. Barrett, I'm looking at a Walker Hall of Fame. Fuck it. I don't care what nobody's saying. He's going to be really good. He's going to be, put your stock in RJ now. Put the energy, put all of that positive energy, put that in RJ now. Because he's going to be one of the keys to why we win a championship. I think we can win one this decade. But he has to become an all-star caliber player. Minimum top 20 NBA player. Minimum. We don't trash. We don't. We 
people saying, you know, shout outs to OG Sim. He like, yo, if he if he give us seventeen points next season and be our Andre Iguodala, that's fine. Uh, uh, all right, that's cool for you. That's cool for you, Nick fans who who just want seventeen points. I don't want seventeen points per game. I need twenty plus points per game. Trying to get an All Star berth, helping us win games. 20 plus per game. Easy. You can get that easy next to Kemba and Evan Fournier. You're going to get one-on-ones all day. All day. Mitchell Robinson, should, he, should, he, he should walk into a double-double each game. Walk into it. It should, it should be effortless. Effortless. And he should be leading the league in dunks. Or top 10 in dunks. Just off Kimba, uh, uh, just driving to the basket, dumping the ball off. Easy. Obi, minimum I need to see 20 minutes per game. Tibbs, you got you to gotta show him some love. Burks, quickly, Obi, Rose, all of them should be playing 20 plus per game. All of them. Been, you got a deep bench. Could probably be the best in the NBA. Remember, quickly and Rose was 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 a plus fifteen off the bench. I love those dudes together. It's like fire and ice. So, you know, shout out to Nick Nation, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in to the Solo Dolo podcast, man. Episode one fifty, last episode of season three. Uh, it's been a long three seasons. This season was, was whoo, it was it, it was nice to see, man. Great ending, and Milwaukee Bucks win the championship. Um, hopefully, my Knicks we get there soon. So, shout outs to Leon Rose, man. Shout outs to James Dolan. Shout outs to Nick Nation. I appreciate y'all for always tuning into the pod. It's about six thirty in the morning. I'm gonna release this probably ten minutes from now. So when you probably listening to this, it will be after 7 a.m. But I appreciate everybody, man. I'm out of here, man. It's your boy State. Season four, we're going to start off when the Knicks get their regular season schedule. So tune in for that, man. I'm out of here. It's your boy State. State of the New York Knicks podcast. Peace. Peace and love, man.